Hello, welcome. April 25th today, and it is a, wa a waning, a waning crescent moon. Now I'm gonna pull up my PDF for the day. As the waning crescent moon is the surrendering, surrendering to the flow of life. And I feel like this is also a way of surrendering our expectations, a way of surrendering our, in a way it's also surrendering our desires, our needs, our wants, our dreams, our goals, because whenever we're desiring something or wanting something or needing something, we're actually, we don't have it already within us, right? So we're looking for that outside of us and so I find that the waning crescent moon, which is going to last until Sunday, uh, it's gonna be a dark moon for a few days, but that's still in the waning crescent phase. And so the waning crescent is really a time for us to say, fine, I give up, I will stop pushing, I will stop trying, I will stop being in action, I will just, be. And to just be is very difficult. Uh, good morning, Linda. Uh, good morning, good morning. So, um, yeah, to just be present. Not reading, not getting on social media, not working, not like having to be entertained, but just to be present. It's a very uncomfortable thing for us in this Western world to just be in our own thoughts, in our own wanting, you know, I had a, a conversation on Facebook this morning uh, and it was an interesting thing of somebody saying, this is the truth and this is the only truth and if you don't believe this truth, well then this is what happens. And, and I went, okay, well then I choose the other thing that happens and <laughs> I get to do that. Like that's my choice. And so it's an interesting thing where I was equally getting pushed up against this needing to be heard and this need to be right on my own platform, right? And today as I'm as I'm sitting here unraveling this moment that just happened I'm going man that's so in us right to be heard and in order for us in the I feel like in this Western American world when we're heard somebody agrees with us and says you're right and that is our confirmation that we've been heard but I think it's different when I've been chatting with women, women, we can do this thing where we unravel what we're saying and it doesn't have to be right for anybody else. We just need to be heard. And somebody doesn't need to go, oh, you're so right, or that's, that's exactly it. It's just a matter of, wow, that's an interesting aspect. And when I hear that, it means that it's gone into their brain, <clears throat> it's made them think about things, and that's all that I've ever 
wanted to do. I'm never trying to convert somebody or uh, do any things like that. And yet, I have people that through my own unravelings go, wow, that just unraveled this and this for me. Or wow, I was able to put this and this together. And when I do one-on-one -on -one sessions with people, a lot of what I'm doing is just seeing and hearing what the subconscious mind wants to be heard with or wants to see. Because when I'm guiding somebody through um, even an inner child healing, they share with me what they're seeing. And, it, and as they're doing that, my third eye picks up on their visualization and I'm able to help understand it better. And so it's an interesting aspect that the culture that we were raised in for much of the time has been this gathering our thoughts to prove ourselves right. And if somebody doesn't agree with us, well, then let's get rid of them, right? I mean, look at, and, and the church and, you know, uh, is really a big part of that. The Catholic Church, the Christian Church, um, and it came up again because uh, I was a missionary. I was uh, in Ukraine. I did lead a vacation Bible school in an orphanage there for an entire month the first time I went, and for two weeks the second time I went. And so, these unravelings come up for me as. Am I, am I doing this moon magic and the Remembering Your Magical Self series and program, which I'm going to be starting in May, if you'd like to join in. Um, am I doing that? And so I, I check myself, is I guess what I'm saying. I check myself and the waning crescent moon is an absolutely perfect time to say, what are my intentions with this? Um, and then to allow yourself to really rest into this phase, knowing that there'll be the time of the new moon, when the new moon comes next Monday, there'll be a time to step back into action, to get back into the swing of things, to start up that morning walk again. And I've even given myself, the, for the first time ever, um, I'm allowing myself to sleep in this whole week of the, new, of the waning crescent moon, I am <clears throat> taking the time off from taking a morning walk upon rising, unless my body tells me that that's what it wants. But this is my, my release time. This is my time of menses anyway. And so my energy tends to be going into releasing normally. And so it's such an interesting thing to truly give myself permission to pause to not have to be productive. And I know that I'm gonna get an order for something that I don't have on hand and I'm gonna feel very compelled to make that potion and to get it ready and to like feel like I'm letting them down if I don't have it shipped out the next day. And, and yet I'm excited to really gift myself this opportunity to just rest. Take time to read, to draw, to write, to journal, to scrapbook, to um, clip and cut some pictures that resonate with you. So when the new moon does come, you can create that vision board or your intention board or things like that. 
Um, Linda is saying, I'm absolutely feeling everything you're saying. Yeah. I feel like as women, because we are in tune with the lunar cycle versus men who are men and more in tune with the solar cycle and not all men, um, most generator men in human design and generator children, pure generator children, um, when they have generator parents are in line with the solar cycle. The same thing every day, every day, every day. Yet, I feel that women, because our cycles match the lunar cycles, we are much more in tune with the ebbs and flow of the water within our own body. We, as a culture, as a female culture, which is separate and different, and I don't believe it, it is, it, I don't want the female, the feminine, to ever be the same as the masculine. I want the female culture to be honored as a, as a culture in and of itself. And this is, this is a bit radical because, and this, this is not having to do with being female, whether you bleed. I don't care if you're binary. I don't, you know, all of those labels. I really want people to, to remember and honor that the feminine ways gave us time to rest, gave us time to nurture ourselves, gave us time to be present for ourselves and others. This was the time of the red tent. And in the time of the red tent, there was a week out of every month where the women would be bleeding and they would sit inside of their own teepee. They would be chanting. Um, in some cultures, they would be belly dancing to release and move the um, cramping through and to move the blood through. Belly dancing actually came out of the expression of women dancing for women only. This was how the culture first uh, created this. This was never a practice or a dance meant for men to see as it was a way of releasing. It was a way of pushing out what no longer serves us, not as a form of entertainment or body voluptuousness or, you know, like it was never a provocative thing. It was only meant for women to express their own inner movement to allow for their body to feel good during a time when sometimes our bodies do not feel great because of bloating and cramping and menstruation and bleeding. And so this was a time of honoring that space and being able to move with and through it to release it fully. And so when they came out of the red tent, they were no longer there to, um, they were no longer depleted. They had spent that week being nourished. And I can just imagine in the red tent, women maybe doing each other's hair and, you know, adding some, um, some fragrances, some plants, creating space in there to really like adorn themselves and to nourish themselves. And another aspect is, is I'm curious as to if they ate in the red tent. There's not 
there's a lot of guessing about what happened. And this is very specific. The red tent is very specific to the indigenous cultures of the North Americas. Um, and then the belly dancing aspects were very um, for the Arabic cultures. And so each culture, the women had space to honor this, this precious cycle of life of releasing. And so as we release and are, I'm really excited to move through the next 13 months. And if I'm starting the Remembering Your Magical Self group again, it's going to be after that as well. So um, this is going to be something that we're going to be integrating with over the next 13, 15, forever. Maybe, it, maybe it'll just keep going. Maybe this will just be what it is. Um, and allowing for this time to just be a time of release. And so what is it that really does need to be released? What is it that really, if, if you're, um, I have a lot of women who are no longer uh, releasing physically with a menses anymore. And so what is it that your body is ready to release emotionally or mentally? Um, those of us who still have a menses cycle or if you've had a hysterectomy and you're no longer releasing naturally, it's important to honor these phases of a time of, of release and to physically allow for your body to gather up all the things that it no longer needs and to have that be released. And so it's also a time of lower energy and we often think of having low energy as a bad thing. I just don't have any energy today. Great, then don't do anything today. <laughs> like, I think we need to give each other and ourselves permission to say, stop. It's okay to stop. And I just realized recording that I in progress. was not recording my audio. Uh, Linda says, um, I'm carrying so much. This is so important right now as like tears are coming through. Yes, 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 yes. And Linda, I find it no coincidence that you are on this call this morning live because you have been carrying so much. And I think as women, the expectations that we have on ourselves are so much greater than even those around us. I feel like there is so many expectations that we put on ourselves to perform every day at this top energy that we have to do. And it's something that we, we, we forget that we don't have to do that. We're not, we're doing that even though on some days our mind is and our bodies are just saying, can we please just rest? This morning, um, I woke up <clears throat> and uh, it was like 5.50 and during the waning gibbous, I had started waking up at 5.50 to write for a few hours before going on my morning walk, before starting my Facebook Live to then go harvest and then go to my booth in town and blah, you know, busy, busy, busy. And today I asked, I said, do you want to wake up early? Do you want to write? Do you want to go for a walk? And my body just sank down into the bed 
and I closed my eyes and fell fast asleep again. And it was such a way of honoring this, this phase of the moon, this phase of my body, the connection that we can have with this lunar cycle so that we're not feeling pulled and compelled to do, 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 go, go, go all the time. And I find that it's so restorative. It's so, it's such a gift, but we as ourselves are the only one that can gift us that, correct? I mean, my, when my children were babies and until probably about five or six years old, I did not have the luxury of sleeping in. <laughs> you know, they woke up with their eyes like this at 5 a.m. Like, mommy, it's wake up time, <laughs> you know? And it's like, that was not a gift that I could gift myself because I had to be present with them. But I could gift myself going to bed early with them so I got a full amount of sleep. Um, so there's ways of doing this. I feel like this is the phase of the moon where we get the opportunity to look at where we need to be gentle with ourselves. Where do we need to gift ourselves rest? Where do we need to gift ourselves space to be present? Um, that's why we're so tired now, right? Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. So there's this beautiful, and the word unraveling just keeps coming to mind. There's this beautiful unraveling that is happening in my own space. I feel like it's happening in the Facebook lives that is happening and in the Discord group and with the Patreon members. There's this beautiful unraveling that is occurring right now. And even in the conversations that I'm having with my beautiful sister, like we're, we're unraveling things and we're connecting things and she'll say something in her way and it makes me realize that I grew up with my thoughts that I have and I was raised in a totally different way either because of expectations we had or expectations we didn't have or the way that we thought about ourselves or the way that we did life or the way that I went through my fears or the way that she stood up for herself. There's all these unravelings that are happening and I feel they're happening on a larger level as well because, because of the pandemic, because of COVID, people had it right in their faces of what was no longer possible and what was no longer available that had always been available, that had always been accessible, that had always been there. Um, for example, being able to go out and grab a cup of coffee or being able to go and see a live musician or to be able to gather with family like that was not allowed and so it really jarred our it made us begin the unraveling process in a way that we were never forced to prior 
we had to look at what was no longer serving us. We had to face what was in front of us and we had to say, what is right for me? And some, you know, for some people that was very difficult because they were not willing to listen to certain authorities anymore, or they were willing to listen to certain authorities, yet the president was really triggering them. Or, you know, there was so much that was coming from every space and every time. And it, I, this has absolutely nothing to do with your, you know, I honor whatever choices you make and whatever choices you continue to make. The only thing that I would love for us to unravel together is why. Why are we making these choices? Are we making them out of fear? Are we making them out of love? Are we making them out of both? Are we making them because uh, we're being told to? Are we continuing to follow this incredible system of go, 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 because we feel like we have to? What if we decided to take a week off every month? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Right? Like, no, that's not allowed. That's not allowed. <laughs> but what if we did? What if we gave ourselves a week off to honor our need, our body to release all that it's gathered over the past time. And so I can see as I'm saying this, that I may end up shifting the Facebook lives even to take to do three weeks on and then a week off. And I can see that that is something that might naturally happen. Um, because as I'm saying this, I'm like, whoa, to take a week off and to just be present, just turn my Facebook and social medias off for a whole week and not care that the algorithm's gonna get screwed up or, but to just honor what my body and the moon phase and nature and everything around me is saying, it's time to rest. You just don't have the same energy that you do once the new moon happens. You just, allowing that is so controversial in my own brain. <laughs> like it's so, it's such a controversy of, oh my gosh, I've just started this. What if I change it? What will people think? You know, we automatically, or I automatically, and uh, I don't think I'm alone in this, Whenever we hit something controversial in our own brain that our, that our intuition is telling us to do, there's this aspect of, oh no, oh no. Like I've had to do, a, I've, my, my intuition has had a, a lot of controversial things happen this month already. <laughs> From posts that I've made to words that are coming out of my mouth to things that I have hidden away in the darkness of my own being for the past forever. And I now am liberated through my own unraveling that I get to share these thoughts and beliefs and aspects of myself that were so scary because they were different. They were not what everyone else thought. 
They were not Instagram perfect, right? And so <clears throat> it makes me realize that I have this beautiful, here I'll show you, it's a little mud stained right now. This is my Empress, oh my, my coffee cup's right in the way. This is my Empress Bell Tent. It's set up, and there's my cat, right up in the middle of the woods, and I'm set up right beside it. But I have a, a tent space. I have this available to me, and I just, I'm like, what if I took a week, and I didn't cook, and I didn't clean, and I just set up pillows everywhere and the kids could come in and write and draw and I just stayed off of social media and I didn't watch movies and like that feels so rebellious and instantly like there's this guilt rising and I'm sharing this like with you as I'm experiencing it because I want you to know how like profound this this really is. And yet my intuition has been telling me this for months and months and months. And now that we have the land and it's ours in our name, there's further unraveling happening that what if I did that? What, what would happen? Like if I just said, sorry, kids, you know, I'd probably have to do a little bit different of a meal plan for the, a week. So maybe I'll, I'll do a lot of resting and spending time nurturing myself over the next this week and then next month really plan to take a week off from cooking and dishes and everything else and allowing myself this this space to fully release and to not be bombarded with outside influences um linda says i feel that i just want to grab danny and just road trip to get out of the norm absolutely just relax. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, there's, if car camping is such, I think what really unraveled so much of the societal norms for me was traveling the past three and a half years. Because traveling really gave us this ability to be outside of society in a way that we hadn't been our entire lives. There was, there was nothing expected of us. We didn't have bills to pay unless we wanted to. There's this aspect of really being able to just have freedom. And so um, car camping in particular is even more liberating because you can go to spaces that the bus can't. You can just hop in the car and drive up the coast and the, you know, find, once you get past Santa Cruz, you can just pull off the side of the road and camp right on the beach. Like, yes, please. Right. I mean, it's, um, there's so much freedom in the life that we have, yet we are the ones who can, who put constraints around it, who make these controversial things in our brain and go, can I do that? I don't know if I can do that. And every time I say, I don't know if I can do that, I do it anyway. <laughs> and then it totally changes my reality of what's possible. And so the doing it part is meant to happen with the new moon. 
And so Linda, maybe over even just the next week, really releasing what needs to be released to make it possible to just like drive off for a few days and just honor that or take a month to do that, but do it somewhat, you know, just spontaneously. Um, and so just as a forewarning, Mercury retrograde is going to be happening next month. Um, let me look up when that is. I have it written down. Uh, it starts May 9th, I believe. Do I have it written down? Oh, maybe I don't. So, but it's happening. I have it written down for the PDFs. Um, and I'll be kind of giving some warnings about it. But um, doing it prior to the Mercury retrograde, that way vehicle technology and all that kind of stuff is good while you do that. Um, and so just honoring this release. Thanks for being here, Linda. Thanks for contributing and, and just uh, interacting. It's my favorite thing to do uh, each morning. So um, I'm going to really contemplate this shift um, of possibly taking out and only doing three weeks for next uh, next month and taking a whole week off because I feel like if I do that I will be holding space for others to do that if I say we need to take a week off and then I continue to show up every day continue to be producing continue to be making all the PDFs continuing to do all the stuff I feel like that is a contradiction of um, yeah, Linda says, yeah, it'll be wonderful. It will be just honoring myself. Yes, exactly. It's this aspect of now that that thought has unraveled fully and clearly, what if as a community, as a, as a group of women, we began this, um, this aspect, right? What if we what if we as individuals within our community began doing this and having such radical transformations in our own lives and when we talked to others we shared what we were doing and we began to silently create a revolution <laughs> a revolution of really living in harmony with the lunar phases living in harmony with what our mind body spirit and emotions are craving living in harmony with what the earth naturally tells us and shows us you know it's interesting the plants are affected by the lunar cycles as the soil um, I just said that revolution oh I love that I love that yes and the plants, the soil in and of itself during the lunar phases actually gains more water or less water because the soil itself is affected by the lunar cycle, just like the tides, just like our own bodies. We are made up of 70% salt water ocean. And so of course the lunar phases affect our own being. So uh, good morning, Lindsay. Um, singing revolution in my head. I love it. Yes, it is time. Uh, my beautiful friend, Linda Albright, uh, 
she runs the Women's Wealth Revolution. And it's a beautiful aspect. She's getting ready to share crypto uh, technology and really helping women put sovereignty and wealth in their own hands versus having it controlled by people outside of them. And this is, this is revolutionary, right? And so, so much, I think, of what a lot of coaches and um, yoga instructors and so many people that have been sharing a message of change and uh, personal development are really seeing that it's time for a revolution and it's going to not be violent because it's going to happen on such an individual level. It's going to happen on such an intuitive, integrative, restorative, rested level that it's going to transform the world. So I'm going to go as well. Thank you, Linda, for being here. Uh, good morning, Crystal. Welcome. So the replay will be up for uh, 24 hours. And then if you miss it or you'd like to join in to the 30 Days of Moon Magic or the Remembering Your Magical Self program um, that is going to be very much revolutionary, that is going to be starting on May 1st. Um, so you can find out and look into it all on Patreon. I would recommend not signing up unless you want to get charged twice. Uh, Patreon will charge you when you join and then it'll also charge you on the first of the month. So um, but if you'd like to go to patreon.com forward slash magical mothering and go check it all out, um, I am offering a brand new group program where we'll be going through weekly all of these aspects together and I would love to have you join in. So looking forward to connecting with you all tomorrow. Have a beautiful, restorative, restful, waning crescent moon kind of a day and I'll see you soon. Goodbye.